Hashanah is coming up next week, so I figure today we'll talk about Erev Rosh Hashanah. One week away from Erev Rosh Hashanah, various Se'ifim in Shulchan Aruch that discuss Erev Rosh Hashanah. So the first thing is the Shulchan Aruch is in Tavkuf Pei Aleph, Se'if Beis, uh, says Noagim Lisanos Erev Rosh Hashanah, that we have a minute to fast on Erev Rosh Hashanah, and says that Mendaktikim Nagush Kalechon Misana Asari Yavim Ramah adds more to the minute, but Pasha Pshat just we have a minute to fast on Erev Rosh Hashanah. There is a Medrash that this is based on that the Post can quote, where the Medrash says that in Erev Rosh Hashanah the Gedolei Hadora Misana, and Akarish Barchus Mevater, one third of our Averos, and then from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur, Yechidim Ar Misana, and Akarish Barchus Mevater, another third of our Averos, and on Yom Kippurim, everyone fasts. The rest of the Averus and says, okay, from here on you have a brand new Cheshbin, everything clean slate. And that's why it says, that on Sukkot it's called because it's like the first day of our new lives without any Averus. So that's the idea, that's the Medrash that, that it's based on the Minuch to fast. Now it's interesting that if that's the Medrash that it's based on, the Medrash says that the Gedolei Adar does not say everyone should be Misana and Erev Rosh Hashanah. So why do we all fast on Erev Rosh Hashanah? So I was just just thinking, I don't know, maybe maybe this is not correct, but I was just thinking that the Gemara in Masech Psachim, when it talks about uh, the sugya about what an Amaaretz is and what how you should avoid an Amaaretz at all costs, the Gemara says that you shouldn't marry the daughter of an Amaaretz, you shouldn't marry your daughter off to an Amaaretz, you should marry a Bas Chacham. And Gemara says, if you can't marry a Bas Chacham, what's the second best thing? Marry the Bas Godol Ador. Marry the daughter of Gedolei Adar. So what does that mean? You marry Bas of Gedolei Adar. So Rashi over there explains that Gedolei Adar, the way we use the term, is not what Gedolei Adar means in Talmudic terminology. Talmudic terminology meant people who were very involved in the Tzibur, people who were uh, who were Askanim in the Tzibur. So that's what it means, Gedolei Adar. So when the Medrash says the Gedolei Adar Misanim, Ner Rashana, so what does it mean? It means people who uh, took on themselves the responsibility of the community. One of the great Eitzos, to be Mezaka Biyom Adin, to be able to uh, be successful in in Din is to make yourself indispensable to the community because while no individual has any haftacha that they're ever going to survive anything Klal Yisrael has a haftacha that we are always going to survive Klal Yisrael never dies and therefore perhaps if you make yourself indispensable to the community that's your best chance on the Yom Adin so on Erev Rosh Hashanah the minig became that we all have a minig to, to, to be Misana because we all want to put ourselves in the category of Gedolei Adar not in the sense that we're all uh, the greatest Tamidei Chacham of the generation but in that we are uh, people who are community-oriented people, people who are worried about the tzibur, worried about the klal. How long should the fast be? So the Mishbura in Sivkat and Yud in Simon Tavkov says that you should fast until Plaga Mincha or Mincha Gedola, different Minhagim. The more accepted practice for Shlomo Zalman Arbach quotes in, uh, in, or they quote from Shlomo Zalman Arbach in Halicha Shlomo, that the more accepted practice seems to be to fast until Chatzos Hayom. Uh, it says in Halicha Shlomo in footnote 35 on page Vav that Shlomo Zalman was very perplexed by the fact that there were people that didn't observe this minhag. He didn't understand it. He said, it's Mephorish and Shulchan Aruch, there's no chalik, there's no one who says anything else. It says Mephorish and Shulchan Aruch, that's the minhag, that's what we do. He, he couldn't understand that there were people that didn't uh, observe this minhag. And once they talk about that, they happen to mention in the footnote that Rosh Hashanah also didn't understand and couldn't fathom how people would spend time in Erev Rosh Hashanah doing anything other than the most meaningful activities. Rosh Hashanah, you know, was, learned a lot of Torah. You don't picture him as like a tehillah but it says that in Erev Rosh Hashanah he would zag Tehillim. He would just uh, say a lot of Tehillim and he would be Mechalik Tzedak Al-Aniyim. He would be giving out, out Tzedak. He didn't have, probably didn't have so much money of his own but when you have the integrity of a Rosh 
Uzam, and a lot of people probably trusted him to distribute their uh, their tzedakah funds. So that's what he would do on uh, on Erev Rosh Hashanah. He just couldn't understand what how, how the Bnei Beiso at Seirim it says the young members of his house how they would uh, be you know sometimes waste time on Erev Rosh Hashanah. I don't know what the Shari Chesed version of watching TV is, but whatever they were doing on uh, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, he thought couldn't imagine that these are the moments that we. Uh, that we, we have to take advantage. Once I mention that, just there's, he, he also has a third point in that footnote where he says that uh, Rosh Hashanah used to not like the fact that every time people see each other right before Rosh Hashanah, they would always say, Tich Hashanah Let the curses of this year end. It's, uh, it's, 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 granted, it's Chazal. And Rashi quotes last week's parish, that's why we read the But a little Akarsa Tov for the good things that Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us. Like every time the year ends, we have to only talk about the curses and the bad things that happened this year. How about a curse of Tovah? Baruch did a lot of good things for us also. How about the brachas should continue also for this year? A little bit of a positive spin. We shouldn't be kafri tova. Okay, next thing to do in Erev Rosh Hashanah, the Shulchan Aruch and Siv Dalid, uh, in Simitav Kofay Aleph writes that, uh, that uh, the Ramah actually writes, Noagim Litbal Be'erev Rosh Hashanah, Mishum Keri, that we go to the Mikvah in Erev Rosh Hashanah to take care of Tumas Keri. So the Mishmur in Sivkat L'Chavav says that if you can't go to the Mikvah, or let's say a person is not so inclined to go to the mikvah when it's very crowded or whatever it is, Mishmur doesn't say that. He says if you can't, I added the other part, that uh, you should pour Tisha's Kavin Mayim Shuvim. You can pour nine Kavin of Mayim Shuvim over your body. I saw this morning in Piskei Tshuvim uh, on Simon Peiches, he goes through a list of about 30 Gedolei Aposkim who all write that showering counts as, uh, as pouring Mayim Shuvim. You don't need to be Shofech Mitoch Kli or anything like that. And he goes through the Shirim, Grachnosh, Shir and Chaznish Shir and says Lechala Deos by the time in an average shower head by the time you've been in the shower for four minutes you already have nine kavan of Mayim Shuvim but it means that you're directly under the shower head for the four minutes it doesn't mean going in and out it means you're directly under the shower shower head for this four minutes it's supposed to be Al Rosho Merubo Mayim Shuvim it's supposed to be pouring down on your uh, on your head so for three four minute shower it's it's uh, if a person for whatever reason is unable to make it to the mikvah that would be a partial kiyum of this minhag the way some of the, the posts can explain it is that the Mayim Shuvin is enough to be Metaher Mishum Keri but going to the Mikvah has, serves two functions it's a Metaher but it also is Tosefes Kedusha it's a Mekadesh on some level also so the Mayim Shuvin is a Metaher but it's not Mekadesh for whatever reason there's one Allah involved over here that I, I, I have no idea what the reason is maybe someone here could tell me or someone somewhere could tell me the Mishabura says that the time to go to the Mikvah is not before one hour before Chatzos you shouldn't go early to the Mikvah it should only be within one hour I have no idea why. He doesn't explain why. He quotes it from Chayyadim. I looked in the Chayyadim. I didn't see it there, so I, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what it's what it's based on. Okay. Um, there's another minhag the Ramah quotes to go to the cemetery. He says, "Yesh mekomos nagen lelechalakvaros laharbol sham betchinos finosin sham tzedakal aniim." To go to the cemetery and to daven and to give tzedakah when you go to the cemetery. It's interesting. The Ramah doesn't say to go to kivreavos. Doesn't say to go to the cemetery for your own relatives. No, you go to the cemetery. What's the purpose of going to the cemetery? Just stop. It's a little creepy, no? Go to the cemetery and you're not, you're not even related to anybody who's buried there. So it uh, could be that the idea is that uh, based on what the Gemara Ksuba says, that it's Tov Lechus the base Avil, Nilechus the base Mishnah, that it's always better to go to a base Avil in terms of getting your priorities straight and realizing what's going to matter at the end of the day than it is to go to a base Mishnah. So maybe just going to the cemetery puts a serious note on the day and allows us to focus on what's important in life and what's not important in life. Um, the Mishaburu points out that very important, whenever you go to a cemetery to daven, it's important not to daven to dead people. 
or live people for that matter, you're not supposed to daven to people. You're supposed to daven to Akarosh Baruch Hu. So you have to realize what the Kavanis are supposed to be when you go to the cemetery. This is what all the poskim talk about, the major discussion in the poskim, whether you're allowed to do something. So, so daven to dead people is for sure Asir. To daven to Baruch Hu in the zuchus of whoever, let their zuchuyos help me or whatever, is for sure Mutter. The question is, can you ask the dead people to daven to Baruch Hu for you? That's uh, as we discussed last week. It's the same as asking the malachim to be machnise rachamin, to, uh, to go and bring and bring your tefillos in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's where there's controversy in the poskim. you got to take a look. There's a lot, a lot to talk about in that, in that topic, but again, that's not our topic for today. So that's the, the more shady area. Now, when a person does go to the cemetery, there are a lot of things that you have to know. A person Gimel says that you should make sure you tuck your tzitzis in, otherwise it's like rush. That you, uh, if you haven't been to a cemetery in 30 days, have, there's a bracha to make. There's also a Gemara in Horiyas, Tafyud Gimel, that says that if you read Matsevos in a cemetery, it's kasha l'shichcha. It's likely to cause you to forget. But I saw a Piskei Chuvah's quote, a group of Achronim that say that that's only if the letters protrude from the uh, from it's not engraved, it's embossed on the on the tombstone. I don't know why that should be the case. It sounds kabbalistic. I'm not I'm not sure one way or the other. Um, also, you're supposed to wash your hands three times before you go into your house after leaving the cemetery. I'm sure we're all familiar with that minute for those who have ever been to a levaya cemetery. Another halacha, not according to Shulchan Aruch itself, but Shari Tshuva on the page quotes a minhag that we do at Taras and Dharam in Rosh Hashanah. That's likely based on the minhag, on the, uh, on the Gemara, that tells us that that Nidharam are such a bad... Uh, Avera to violate that children Rahman al Islam could die at a young age because of Nidarim that their that their fathers have taken. So that's why we want to get rid of you know it's an easy one to get rid of we get rid of the Nidarim before uh, Rosh Hashanah. Now it's very important to realize when you do Atar Sandarim you have to understand the words that you're saying. To just say that whole paragraph without knowing what you're talking about, that is not Hataras Nidarim. In fact uh, the Chayadam says that he's seen uh, he's seen great Yureshamayim who didn't know how to read Hebrew didn't understand the Hebrew language, they knew how to read it, but they didn't understand the Hebrew language, and they would do it in Yiddish. They would say that in Yiddish. That's what it's, uh, it's supposed to be. Um, now, there are detailed halachas of a Taras and Dharm, which Dharm helps for, it doesn't help for. Could I learn that at some point? Another minute on Rosh Hashanah is the Ramah writes in Tafka Pe'al Siv Gimel that we do not blow the shofar on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Famous two days in Mishaburah, why that's so, either to be Mechalik between Tchios Techov and Tchios Techos so you want a day off in between, or Tkidela Arvives Satan. However, that works. That somehow confuses the satan. Some suggest nafkamina might be if you're allowed to practice blowing shofar in Rosh Hashanah. If it's kedei larvi of the satan, he'll realize that you're practicing, and he'll realize that it's still going to be Rosh Hashanah the next day. But if it's uh, if it's to separate between tekiyos to chavat tekiyos to rishos, it's enough of a separation if you don't do it in the context of tefillah, in the context of davening together uh, with the tzibur. Okay, those are some of the basic halachos of erev Rosh Hashanah.